0: Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. (laughs) It's kind of a... I I hate to admit this, but you know what? Screw it. Gotta take the dubs with the L's. But... (laughs) It's kind of a rare occurrence when I get to get on here, and uh after I was right, and uh
1: yeah, half right, but yeah, 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 you were very excited about... to get on this pod for some reason. Yeah, yeah, but break it down, break it down, bro. I know this break is your it... moment. Break it down, UFC. Break it down. What was it? Two eighty-five. Two 85. eighty-five. I'm not even aware of what eighty-five. Yeah,
0: dude, Um, it's funny how like people like Ariel could just say like, oh, you know, UFC 251 and just know which one it was. How?
1: I mean, the only thing I can make sense of is kind of like a timetable. And he kind of backtracks and he's like, "Okay, I remember McGregor fought. And then the next. And I think back in the day, there wasn't that many. Even he said it. He was like, man, back in the day, it wasn't that many. You know, each one, the buildup to it was huge, that it was ingrained in his head over and over again. Um now they're just so many i I don't think he knows them anymore I don't, I don't think that stands i think before he knew them i don't think he he would know the ones going on now every month two, that's crazy I,
0: I think 251 is the only one i know just because that's the masvidal usman abu dhabi one Two
1: fifty one. no see i don't even remember that now but
0: that's literally the only one i i, I i'm I know I can't even remember the ones that I actually went to. <laughs> I don't know, even yeah. remember the
1: ones I went to. Sometimes I I watch the fight and I'm I'm rewatching the fight and I was like, "Wait, I was there." You know, I was watching Stupid. the Michael Chandler Olivera, <laughs> and uh I feel I was watching the Shane Burgos the delayed knockout. Oh, yeah, That yeah, happened yeah. in Houston, right? Yeah. Yeah, we watched that live. Was I remember I was watching Bar- it. Barbosa? Barbosa. Yeah, uh, yeah, Edson Barbosa versus uh, Burgos. And I remember uh I was showing it to somebody and I was like, yeah, man, I was going crazy over that. I don't remember why. And I was like, oh, wait, I was there. No wonder that moment was so... Because we were all so confused. Uh, and, you know which and one we were.
0: also saw? That I'm kind of surprised that, like, you know, it kind of flew by us. At least me, it flew by me until later on. That Bobby Green versus Raphael Fazive. That shit was a banger. And I'm kind of like, dude, we oh, yeah. were there, bro. Like...
1: Yeah. <laughs> To be fair, I want to do sport events with plenty of beer, so I I don't remember much. I remember having a good time at those events. What I mean, exactly I, happened? I don't really remember. My my but favorite that, mem- that was what
0: my favorite memory is you being like, there's no way Charles Oliver knocks out Michael Chandler, and next thing you know, started the second round.
1: Big, big. The crazy is that was such there. an up and down. That was and up you're and you just
0: like, like I never seen your jaw just like freaking drop, just like. I think yeah, we all I, were kind of surprised. That, we that was, yeah.
1: I that that's one of the moments I was glad I we were there cuz I yeah, that was and I, was that one of our first UFC? Yeah, that
0: was the first the one. The first
1: one, right. Yeah, it was that one was crazy. That one was crazy. And then the Adesanya one versus Whitaker, Every time I remember that, I'm like, yeah, we were there for that, that robbery. One.
0: The one I bring uh, the one I remember next is Derek Lewis Searle Gone. I just remember Gone winning and we're all just like, we
1: were yeah 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 well wow what a segue yeah we did see cyril gone Derek lewis in houston yep Jeez, man what a life we've been living huh life of rock stars
0: dude because they I mean, came all to the houston way in the upper three, deck, times, three <laughs> times in like a year bro
1: but now that all the pandemic stuff is over do you think they're coming back anytime soon
0: nah they got too many places to go bro
1: not even a fight now. oh well they're in san antonio i think that's the best we're gonna get
0: yeah, they already did Dallas. They did Austin. So San Antonio's next to hit, and they got to kind of cycle cycle around a little bit. They still got to do, they still got to do other spots. I don't want to spoil the rest of what my thoughts, but um, going back to this headliner, John Jones. Wait, wait, wait! Cyril you used the
1: to, used to segue we were gonna use, so we got to see Derek Lewis, Cyril Gone fighting mm-hmm. there speaking of cyril gone there you go bro use the segue you, there, you set it up mean. bro all right go there ahead. you go, go ahead.
0: there all you right. go way to way speaking to backtrack on
1: there we go hey Brand. That's we it. have to we're professionals here we're pros yes all right. speaking of cyril gone go ahead.
0: speaking of cyril gone um he did exactly what i thought he was gonna do so
1: what did you think he <laughs> was gonna do what was your prediction if if somebody didn't watch Last week episode, they were like, I don't, "If you did not
0: watch know. last week episode, I said, I don't think Gon has a chance because he got manhandled in the wrestling department by Francis and who's not a wrestler. John Jones, his background is wrestling, and I know he's going up in weight, but I just feel like the may, the may, especially wrestlers more than any other kind of, maybe wrestlers and jujitsu people. I feel like." they're always training with people that are much heavier than them. They know, like, I just feel like that's a, a natural thing. So I wasn't too worried about the weight difference when it came to John Jones wrestling, just his skills by itself. I'm not talking about like the endurance or any of that other stuff, just the wrestling skill itself. Um, I was a little disappointed on how quickly he ended that yeah, fight because yeah.
1: we really didn't see anything. yeah yeah, yeah that yeah, that yeah Keep going that. <laughs>
0: we didn't. we really didn't see anything at all, like
1: it was just
0: soil gone, I'm talking about it, <laughs> I can't believe he trained all these months, and I know John Jones is I guess now claiming now to be claimed the goat, but Golly, gone, bro! You got to put up somewhat of a fight. Like that's not even a natural, like choking position to like lose in. Um, Yeah. uh, What? Go ahead. What are your thoughts? I,
1: I, I, it was, it was more of those. I'm not even mad. I'm just disappointed with Cyril gone. (laughs) It, It was, it was just sad. Like he didn't put up any. I even I told you going back to last week, Buck. I told you I was like, if I was his coach, I would be over and over again. Like. Get up, practice getting up, like just do that over and over again. And it's literally as if he didn't do that a day in his life. He hasn't <laughs> worked on any type of wrestling. His coaches were like, What? John Jones wrestles? Now, the only thing I could say is like Srogan is fairly new in the sport and John Jones hasn't fought in a while. So maybe he underestimated John Jones, the same way that you know, newer fans, even like us, you know, we we never have seen him fight. And the last few fights that he did fight were, you know, not the best, you know. So, yeah, I think maybe Cyril Gaunt underestimated him. That's the only way this would be excusable. Because if, I mean, if, if Cyril Gaunt has been working his butt off for, you know, all this, many this whole while and gets defeated that quickly... I, I mean, you just have to go with the I underestimated him story because there's no other way. It's more embarrassing to say you worked your butt off and then just got beat in two minutes. Um, Bro,
0: Eddie sent me the funniest text. because So me and Eddie used to play each other a lot on the UFC 4 video game. And the thing I realized after a little bit was I was much better on the ground game than he was. And I could literally just dominate him on the ground game, whereas the stand-up, he was... It was like a 60-40 on his his side. I can maybe win one one or two here and there, but for the most part, he dominated the aspect. So I'll just take him to the ground and just like bully him because he couldn't he couldn't really play very well on the ground. And he texted me. Uh, <laughs> he said, Man, I feel bad for Cyril Gon. I know what it's like to be trash at the
1: ground game. <laughs> bro, bro, this was this wasn't even trash. This was yeah I, I don't know man this was i was like so man bad. i was
0: like man but you didn't work for three to four months <laughs> straight every day on the ground game I mean, maybe you, then you're not getting you were paid th-
1: for it <laughs> yeah. he was getting paid to put up some type of fight he didn't do anything he man threw some leg kicks and jumped around for a while and then he got john jones got a hold of him and that was a wrap um yeah, it goes against everything I said last week. I, I really didn't think John Jones was gonna get it done. Uh, again, maybe because we're newer fans, we've never seen him fight, we underestimate him. Maybe all the stuff outside of the ring, the octagon, has diminished, you know, people's faith in him. Um, maybe it's his belly that he showed up looking like me, bro. That I don't, I don't want him, you know. So I don't know. Maybe it was everything, and then, but again, Siragon just literally just disappointed me. I, I. I watched the fight and i was i mean even when you met i texted you guys i was unfortunately at a gig so i couldn't watch it live uh, i was like all right guys keep me updated what was happening and then you texted me right back you were like yo john jones just choked him out
0: i was like and you were like the fight just started bro i
1: i would i man i was like these guys are kidding i got on social media and sure enough Everybody was just like, all the tweets were just like, wow, John Jones got it done. I was like, oh, my God. I, how you already I knew gonna...
0: what was coming before you even saw it, bro.
1: Yeah, I was, man. It, now, so in that aspect, I was completely wrong. Well, I don't know. My, my thing was, I think he was going to get tired. And I even asked you, I was like, do you think he's going to finish Cyril Ghosn? We both believed that John Jones couldn't finish Cyril Ghosn. So my, you know, reasoning led me to believe that Cyril Ghosn was going to knock him out at some point. He was going to get tired. His cardio was going to run out. But we didn't even wait for that to happen. It, it was fresh. He was well, ready I expected
0: to actually, you know, somewhat improved Classic. on the ground game, like a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, is, yeah.
1: Now John Jones might be that good. You know, he might really I, be I, that good. And so I will that say, might just be it.
0: I will say from the get go though. Once the fight started, a few seconds in, I knew John Jones was going to win because he. He wasn't scared of Sur- Surreal. And when I say that, I mean he put pressure on Cyril from the get go. And you could tell Gon didn't, he didn't like, he didn't really like that. He couldn't do what he usually wants to do when you pressure him. And I knew from there it was a wrap. He just looked like, Gon just didn't look. He didn't look comfortable at all. He was like, yeah. "Oh shit, this yeah. guy's putting all this pressure on me. I didn't expect this." You know what I mean? And then, you know, one yeah. fuck well, up. He
1: he was just scared of the wrestling. It was like he was fighting a, a classic Russian. You know, he was just like, "Man, I I can't get the distance, distance, distance." You know, I gotta keep my distance. Kept trying to run away, but John Jones was bright on top. Even though John Jones did some weird stuff, like he did a little like side, little switch, little turn. Yeah, uh, he he did some, but he was on top of him. He would so yeah, Cyril Gan was probably hoping to get to the later rounds, tire him out, keep him at a distance, not let him get a hold of him. But that, yeah, the timing of John Jones was great, brought him to the floor. And then that was that was a wrap on that, unfortunately, you know. And that,
0: that's the thing about Gone too. Like, I think this really showed this fight really showed that, you know, if you let him dictate the pace and how the, the fight goes. Gon's just going to pick you apart. Boom, boom, boom. John Jones showed if you just go up there, like not scared of him, you just go in his face. He's not really that much of a threat. And he, and and I think that's what I'm really starting to see about surreal why he's like really good compared to, you know, the rest of the division. But when it comes to the, the cream of the crop, he's, he, he's not there because he can't adjust you saw, Fran- I mean, Francis Nganu was getting pieced up on the feet. He started yeah. wrestling Surreal Gone. And that's just what you have to do. If you're going to be a champion, that's just what you have to do. You got to adjust. You got to be able to be. I mean, yeah. you, the fight isn't going to go your way every time. You're not, you're not going to be able to dictate the pace. You're not going to be able to, you know, have it go your way 100% of the time. And I think. Surogan is just one of those guys that, well, I mean, man. for now, he's still fresh into, like you said, he's still young, pretty young in the MMA game. But as of right now, he's just one of those guys that he just, he, he needs it to go his way for him to be able to do what he does. If not, if you could get him out of his comfort zone, you have a good chance against him.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, even you said it. Uh, well, the question is, is it because of him or is it his coaching? And even you said it, his coaching, you're like, they're not working any type of grappling. And he hasn't really fought any type of grappler. So is he really that good? I mean, I'm now looking at his record. He beat Rosenstrike, Rosenstreich, Rosenstrike, Darsino, yeah. and Volkov in a decision, which, you know, Derek Lewis knocked they, out they Volkov.
0: Play, they, they played in his pace. They, they yeah, just yeah, let, yeah. let him do his thing.
1: And then Tarcino got knocked out by Ngannou in a matter of seconds. So, and then he beat Derrick Lewis, which, I mean, Derrick Lewis poses no type of grappling threat, and um, it's not no the cost. most agile, you know, heavyweight. So, of course, Serugan was going to get the better of him. And then the only other one was uh Taitui Vasa. Again, no type of grappling threat, and also a big, chunky dude who's not jumping around the octagon. So, Cyril Gan literally had it all in his favor. Went up against Nganu, showed a little bit of grappling, and dominated the fight. Dominated the fight. So, yeah, it made sense that John Jones coming in with the type of wrestling that he de- does, um, he would beat him. But his camp never adjusted to it. After Nganu, I would imagine, yo, take some... For example, gauging was, uh, I'm just going to take hits as much as I can get hit, so I can, give, so I can give the hits. Eventually, got knocked out. And his coach, Trevor Whitman, was like, yo, finally, you can learn. You need to learn or defend. And he learned, and he got better, and Gagey is significantly better now. Gone is just jumping around the octagon, keeping a distance from everybody, posing, uh, just staying away from the grappling threat. Not really learning how to defend it, not learning how to uh, do any type of grappling, just Just keeps jumping around. And this literally showed I think the whole camp they were like, Yo, we're gonna keep our distance the entire time, and then we're just gonna get him when he's tired. And that's exactly the opposite of what I would have done. I told them you need to work on your defense, your takedown defense, your wrestling. Nothing, nothing. I'm sure the whole camp they were like, Yo, just bounce around, bro, just bounce around. And that's why he thought he had in the back. He should have honestly, I think it's his coaching. And so, Khabib, the big famous Khabib, has offered Sirogan to move to Dagestan for one to two years and work on the wrestling. He was like, "Bring your coach, coach, bring bring everybody, and you can work on your wrestling. Go to Dagestan for a while." I Honestly, mean, I yeah. think you should do it. If he doesn't, Sirogan will be a threat. At but this point, then,
0: at this know. point, I don't even blame Siragon, because fool me one time, shame on you. Fool me tight. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you. This is the same camp that Francis Nganu was with when he got out wrestled, outclassed by Stepe the first time they fought. What did Nganu do? He left. He left, went to a new camp, owned his skills, and then when he fought Sirogan, you saw the development. Of that aspect of his game, I mean, you tell me. Do you think it's just a coincidence that this same camp again, they already got out wrestled one time, second time gets out wrestled again? I mean, I,
1: yeah, no, that well, do you think they? Do you think Sergey would go to Dagestan for a while, a little French? No, out there in the mountains of Russia.
0: I, I mean, wrong. I kind of, I wouldn't be surprised if you hear an announcement in the few next few months if Sirogan goes to a new camp.
1: Because mm, I mean, I I don't know, man. Honestly, what again? This is why I'm I'm just disappointed. I'm not Sirogan. It I don't feel like he learned everything. Like you saw him at the press conference, just smiling away, and even he said, "I'm not disappointed. I'm just more mad." Like, bro, like with a smile. Like he said, he's mad with the smile, and I I don't know. I don't think he's learned yet. And he, but he did say he was like, This is my first real loss. I don't think he took the Nganda one as a loss. So, yeah, he said this is his first like real, real loss. I think the last one he was like, Oh, well, you know, he out wrestled me. He barely beat me. He he kind of cheated almost his way out. Uh, with this one, he was like, Oh, this is the, my first real loss. Uh, and so, hopefully, yeah, you are right. Hopefully, he learns, because he could be a threat, man. He could, he this man out
0: wrestled and controlled on the ground by francis and ganu who
1: yeah but uh, no again, one up ever would have thought no yeah, again, one but ever would have thought he never had wrestled so i think he again i think he saw it as cheating man he was like bro how do you not do, consider why you that a loss we were gonna wrestle <laughs> yeah, bro like, like <laughs> who brought that up like what are what do you think we are like <laughs> and, and i think that's why he's more like he was like yeah man like Forget that guy. Like, he almost cheated his way out. If we were standing, he knows I would have beat him type of thing. With John Jones, it was almost embarrassing how quickly he got beat. So, yeah, maybe he learned from it. Um, But uh, does that make John Jones the GOAT? I don't know. Honestly, this feels like...
0: Who who else is going to be a GOAT right now? Yeah,
1: I know. I know. Unfortunately, that's what sucks. But this does seem like the fight to... Fight, get the fight that gets you the GOAT status. Because Cyril Gan lost to Ngannou. So I, I get it, Ngannou's gone. Move on with our lives. But he lost to him. So Cyril Gan is like the second place. So, okay, cool. You beat him. Let's beat one more guy. Unfortunately, the next guy to beat, which is the heavyweight GOAT, the guy who has the most heavyweight championships, Stipe. Unfortunately, Stepe is not the Stepe that used to exist a few years ago. The Stipe guy knocked out cold by a jab from Engano. He he's not the same guy.
0: He's All not right. that it, wasn't, guy. It, it wasn't a it jab. It was a jab, bro. <laughs> and, it was a go watch. It was a freaking like, jab, bro. He got split like in Ngannou, half by a jab.
1: No, I know, like like dude.
0: Jab isn't just, but just dude, the a jab. Dude, the dude, the
1: dude I mean, and I don't blame him. And uh, Stepe disappeared off the face of the earth. Well, well,
0: because he because he tried to he tried to wrestle Nganu and Engano hit him with the sprawl and he said, oh yeah.
1: It, he said see, oh shit this guy knows how to wrestle now <laughs> like he at least has the, the principles of it and- see
0: that's what you're supposed to that's what you're supposed to do and ganu first time against Stepe, got wrestled manhandled he came in the second time like i said before with a new camp and next thing you know Stepe tried to wrestle him he hit him he was hitting him with them sprawls and whatnot he was getting right back up take down defense on point that's what's supposed to happen so Rogan yeah. that's what we were we were I mean we weren't expecting a whole like full-on you know Jeff Neal 0 for 4 on takedowns but like geez I mean I,
1: yeah no, something I, think, I mean again if we would have had Ngannou John Jones I think if Ngannou would have showed any type of takedown defense that would have freaked out John Jones like what he did to A, that would have mm-hmm. freaked out John Jones and at that point they would have stood up a little bit more John Jones would have known he was gonna get more tired, whatever. Sirogan didn't even do that. Sir didn't even defend the f- anything. He didn't do anything. So yeah, John Jones is fresh. He's uh even if it was fake, even if I am right that, you know, this is this that was a belly, and you know, it was just his God given talent that beat him, that that got him the win. He he won and Sirogan pretty much gave him the win. He's now the champion. Does that make him the GOAT? I don't know. I, I think again what I or or the pound for pound number 1. Sorry, that's what I I was trying to say. The pound for pound number 1. Cuz that's now the debate. Does he go all the way to the top? Just cuz I mean, cuz he beat the uh, I mean, and my I still believe that my now uh, let 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 me, let me let me start from the beginning. I I think my I still stand with my argument that well, what what uh, Volkanovski did is still more impressive and I would still give him the pound for pound but the way John Jones beat uh Serugan just it kinda it makes it makes my argument really hard to make because it's like, oh well look how quickly he beat the heavyweight. But he wasn't the heavyweight king when he fought him. He was the second place heavyweight. So if he goes out, man, if he dominates the division, gets honestly, there's a few guys that I want him to fight. John Jones is smart, he's not gonna fight those. The Sergei guy, the um even, uh, no, no, this, this is
0: what's gonna happen. I know the script, I know the UFC script. He's gonna fight Steve Bay in July, and John Jones is gonna win. He's gonna have a, a solid win. I don't know how solid, but he's gonna have a solid win. And Ganu, by that time, hopefully, and is finally getting his boxing thing out of the way. I feel like he just wants to make have one boxing match Tyson Fury, whoever, Deontay Wilder, make that big fucking bank and then what and then he, he's gonna have to come back like he just wants to make that big 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 bag and he's gonna come back and he's gonna fight john jones and it's gonna be they're building up i feel it bro i feel you know the hype on that like john jones beats stipe john jones does a badass call out of francis and ganu or something and ganu goes makes the money he wants to go make he'll probably lose to one of those two guys and then he's like all right i'm gonna come back i'm ready to get my belt back he's like i'm coming
1: i'm coming
0: (laughs) i don't know
1: man i i don't think he comes back to the ufc at all you don't think think so I i think dana white at this point is too proud i don't think he'll take him back I think with everything, I think he pretty much almost embarrassed the UFC with everything. And I think it was even more embarrassing than 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 all the stuff Nate Diaz did. Because everybody knows who Dave, Nate Diaz is. You know, like when he was peeing I, at the honestly, PI and I and stuff don't, like that. It was whole, don't, don't, at, but him and Dana, I think, are still more cool than I think Nganu and Dana White. Because oh, what Nganu was putting out in the public was talking about, oh, fighter health mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Who knows what he was actually fighting for? But what he put out in the public was, oh, I'm just fighting for the fighters' rights, and all that stuff. And if you believe him or not, who cares? But the thing is, he was tarnishing the UFC name. After Ngannou has been gone, all that stuff has died down. But during that stuff, all everybody was talking about was, oh, the UFC fighters, after they retire, you know, they need some type of pension. Oh, they need to retire with uh, with some type of health care. Oh, you know, all this stuff you don't think about. Like uh, Apparently, that's what Ngannou says he was fighting for. But who knows? But it does... It makes Dana White look bad. It makes Dana White have to defend himself. Makes the UFC have to defend himself.
0: I want to ask you um, Did you see the clip that I sent you on Twitter of what Chel Sonnen said about how the Nganu Cyril pay per view only did like over a little over 300,000 buys? Did you see that? I mean,
1: I don't. Yeah, yeah. But I and I started typing, about I was like, yeah, uh, there's a lot of factors to that. I mean, you even we even talked about how under promoted the UFC did that event. We said it over and over again. We were like, what the like the UFC is literally not promoting this event at all. You can see it in the ads, bro. You can see the difference. So, for one day they, they I, did I don't it.
0: know about that one. I don't Dude, I, I mean, we I, go, I go, we'll go go we'll back to
1: the podcast and we'll talk cuz we even talked about how him and the UFC are already in bad terms. Why are they going to try to promote some guy that's trying to leave? Same like the same Nate Diaz issues. They were, they've been having issues. So, the, the best thing for the UFC at the time was for uh, Surugan to beat Nganu, Color They had the whole storyline
0: laid out and they promoted that storyline.
1: They the... barely, I mean, dude, we can go back, but they barely, like, we remember saying the and every podcast talked about it. Everybody, like, it was very clear what was going on. That the biggest fight that could happen, that heavyweights were just running under the radar. Because they, they, and then why would they, why would the UFC, UFC do that? They didn't. They also, I think that was the night they put uh, Moreno in there as well. And, and cool. But I, I don't think they promote as well. And then dude, nobody's buys UFC anymore. Who like, look at the numbers. They're all um, around I'm, there, bro. I'm pretty They're sure. All John, around I'm there. pretty
0: sure this John Jones one did pretty well. You would be, be
1: surprised, bro. I think most of their... why do you think they stop saying them like or even putting them out like it's so hard to find them and even once you find them, it's almost like the UFC put I and I would I don't doubt it I would I would believe that the UFC puts out so many false numbers they tell reporters different things so nobody believes anything and that way they don't have to know exactly what happens exactly you see so many posts about oh the UFC fighters got paid this but they're like no but what about plus this plus this oh you don't like. Nobody knows the numbers for sure. That's what makes this organization even more shady. Nobody who knows what Dana White is also, and there's so many stories of that that Dana White does give fighters money under the rug, or just like, hey, you know, I'm not. This isn't part of the UFC. You know, I'm just. I like your performance. You know, I'm out of my generosity. I'm gonna give you part. So nobody knows numbers for sure. Buys. There's no way in heck they would. They're they raised their price, and the the um, the level of entertainment has not risen. Like they're not, the, the UFC events are not like one, if it still was like one every quarter where you had all the stars at the time in each pay-per-view, they raised the prices. You're like, yo, it makes sense. Like, man, these, these events are getting crazier and crazier. Not really. So I think before maybe the prices were lower, but people were buying more. Now the prices are higher. To compensate for the less people buying them because it's so much easier with technology to stream them. I'm not saying I am, I'm just saying, you know, for the uh-huh. public,
0: uh-huh. they tend
1: to find uh-huh. but it is the like dude, the, I think the buys have gone significantly lower over time. Well, even either just way, in the to years
0: that that was before the price even went up then got new fight.
1: But um But the prices have but, been but, going but, up but, for a while and that's been a debate for a while.
0: And and but let me get you back on track because now you're starting to stray to like just no, but the in argument general, is but... that
1: uh like what was the argument that Ganu's not a sell? Of course he's not a yeah, sell. Yeah, yeah. UFC doesn't do their job but, but the same way I that mean... if a promoter doesn't do their job, it doesn't matter how good you are. That's the problem with boxing promoters. They just want to make the quick buck and they're not really promoting people. So yeah, it's it's a tick for tech. It uh, I scratch your back, you scratch my back. And Ganu has made the UFC a lot of publicity. All those. Dana White going out there, we have the guy that punches as hard as a car. Dude, that's all publicity for the UFC. Like, so, of course, like, they both benefit off of each other. Having Ngannou as the UFC heavyweight champion, he's the craziest looking man that exists. Like, literally. He defeats everybody. He beats everybody through jabs. Like, the dude is crazy strong. So, of course, it makes the UFC look good. That's why people, like, Tyson Fury, one of the biggest names in boxing, is trying to fight the guy because he's a big deal. So, cool, I get your argument that the numbers and that the, 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 it only sold 300K when it was the biggest storyline. Even though it's the same exact storyline as Masvidal and stuff, but yeah, it's, a sto- it's the storyline we've never heard of. Yeah, cool, but eh, you know, it, I, I get it. But if he really wasn't that big of a deal, why aren't we here arguing about... Um, you know, other other people like it. Is he's a big deal and guy, and he's scary. And John Jones knows it. That's why he asked for more money to fight him. That's why Stipe disappeared off the face of the earth and like nobody wants to go I up mean, against this guy. Well, I
0: mean, well, of course, Stipe. Stipe did his thing. He already got knocked the fuck out to infinity yeah, exactly. and beyond. Why did he so
1: ask? Like, he was turn.
0: It's somebody else's turn to get knocked out to infinity and beyond. He's like, I'm I ain't
1: going to, again. Like, my, literally, they all got knocked out.
0: So My man's ain't getting any younger, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, he, so he,
1: even he, let's let's forget about the the buys. Let's say he's not a buy. He's still the scariest man out there, bro. And undefeated, like... No, but, not nobody poses a threat. So regardless of e- everything, you know, it's still a either, loss for the UFC.
0: But either way, like I mean, I just thought I felt like in general, whether UFC intervening or not, like I Francis and Ganu hasn't really been a a, a a big sell um in general, and so it made me realize you that
1: Stepen Miocic is the dude from Cleveland. Um,
0: I feel like on, he he I feel like he has he he does he has done more. I mean the fact that I mean just him saying like right,
1: we're talking casuals and people who watch the sport. Anybody that watches a sport knows Nganu. And if they don't, you show them a picture of Nganu, they'll never forget Nganu. So, I
0: know, but like even me. But, but, but like, now casuals on, like, like
1: but now if we're talking about cat or just people who watch the sport here and there. Yeah, they probably don't know the name in Ganu. It just sounds like any other African name. Tipe, the, they're like, what? I don't know. You show them and they'll, they'll forget him. Uh, the thing is, the, ca- the casuals
0: show. are only going to know, I guess they know John Jones. Yes. I, I figured that out this this past weekend. They know John Jones and Conor McGregor. That's literally it. That's who the casuals know. I mean, you might, it, it depends on the level of casual, but that's yeah. like the so basic then at that casual. Point, at that point, and then like,
1: whose job is it to tell the casuals what to watch? the promoter, the promoter's job. So forget all of this aside, when they sign that contract, they say, hey, I'm going to be under your contract. You're not going to let me sign with anybody else, but your job is to make me a star. Your job is to make me money. Your jo- I'm going to put my life out there for you, but you got to give me something back. So like that's, that's the game. If the promoter's not doing their job, Honestly, like I'm not gonna blame Ngannou for I, the I, bias. I,
0: I, I'm speaking on, but the thing is, I'm more speaking on like me, non-casual here. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I mean, bro,
1: every person, what, like, I, but if I'm we not. We watch the like, sport for the knockouts, like the old, the holy fuck moments, or whatever Dana White calls them. It's literally every Ngannou fight,
0: bro. You're you telling me watch- like an Ngannou card is like what gets you like an Ngannou card is just kind of like. It is what it is. I'm usually like the last one you said, Brandon Moreno. I was more excited for obviously. Well, I don't know if that really counts. I was more excited for Brandon Moreno
1: for sure, for sure. And
0: the Francis Ngannou fight. I mean, like I said, it's just me. I'm just speaking on my personal like how I just how I feel. Yeah, but I think you're one of those.
1: You're you're you are you're not a casual. You're a fan, but I think you're one of those easily swayed fans. Easy Mm -hmm. like watches the promo bit and you get hyped and you're like, oh man, this this is. I'm more of the. Why are they showing me this? Why? What? What don't they want? Oh, I, I. don't think you know. That's me. And so that is the only difference. For example, you watch all the John Jones, uh, the, the embedding. You were like, bro, yeah, whatever. Oh, no, I watched I, him I, and I was like, yo, they're hiding his belly. Yo, they're not showing us this. Uh, he's look. Or let's let's look at. Let's talk about the Luke Rockhold one, which we talked about that one, and I said, he looks tired. He, they're only showing us certain things. Why are they only showing us the beginning of it? Where he he's not sweating. He's not. Why is he? Whatever. You and for you, you were pretty hyped of the come, you know, him coming back, stuff like that. So, like, we do tend to look at things a little differently. So, with this, um, yeah, I, I think we're gonna uh, see a little different. But, um, I don't know. I think, Stepe, um, I think
0: ultimately my point is the things he's asking for, he's demanding in the contract negotiations. He, the thing is, he's not i i kind of understand why the ufc were kind of like all right you know what just you know we'll you go your own we'll go yeah. our own separate ways because you're not you're not bringing in enough for us to justify like mm. yeah you I, know i would be, I, I I I be kind of interested if like a conor mcgregor kind of go into contract negotiation and be like hey hey mate i want to bring uh uh, uh
1: yeah, you know, I, I get you that insurance. what he was asking for was it was more valuable than what he was like, was had higher value than what he was bringing. And but yeah. The, yeah, and it could be. We don't know what he was asking. Even what he was saying out into the public, we don't know. What he was saying is that what he was asking was for healthcare care, for the fighters and all that stuff. So it wasn't even for him. It was general policies to make for the company and that he would only resign stuff. But honestly, I believe about half of that. And I do think that there was other negotiation stuff, and this was just something else that he would throw out there. I don't think this was like the biggest. But when he goes out into the public, goes out into the podcast, into the interviews, he's like, "Oh man, all I was asking for was for more money for this, or and I was, and now I'm the bad guy." I, I don't think that was the case, uh, and I think he embarrassed the UFC. And I also think he was really bad at negotiations. I think he made like, I think he would just almost like lead them on. And then do a big switch up, like, oh, like no, no, no. Actually, you know what? We're not gonna go. We're asking. We're we're needing this now. And I think that's what pissed him off, because there was a lot of talk, or like, oh, Gunn is finally resigning. Oh no, never mind. False alarm. False alarm. Oh look, we actually have a fight book for Engan. Oh no, nope. False alarm. And I think that was him kind of egging the UFC on back and forth. And I think that's what the the yanking back and forth pissed off Dana White. And uh, I don't know if, if Ngannou is going gonna, is gonna to have a, a successful career outside of it. Do I think he's going to come back? No. I think the UFC will do everything they can to bury him. I think they will, like, like, for example, if there's a big Tyson Fury and Ngannou fight, the UFC will fight against that. They'll somehow try to plan an event either or, or something, but the, and they won't, they won't help. Like, they did this whole, this, whole, this whole promotion up into this fight. You didn't hear them mention the name Ngannou once, which is crazy. That they. I mean, mention. why,
0: why, why would you? But just when in, you talk
1: about because you business, have, you're talking just, about just, a vacant but, belt. Yeah. Yes, so the idea is business, why? Why
0: would you? Why would you talk about somebody that's no longer in your organization? Like, what is the point of
1: that? There's no point of. But we know who Engano is, and and it's, it's almost like uh, there was, it wouldn't hurt them. It would, but it is uh, we want nothing to. And it's dude, they mention other people. They they would mention names. This was a completely different, and even the way Dana White spoke, he's never spoke about it like that with, about anybody. Like, oh, this person will never. Even D- Nate Diaz, he didn't speak about it like that. Like, this person will never be back in the UFC. He will. Ne- he was like, I assure you, will never be back in the UFC. He said that by he So, yeah. I, Nate I, I, Diaz
0: I, have a really good relationship. Pe- I don't know people. I think him and Dana to, have
1: a good relationship.
0: Like, a, I think, I re- I think, I think th- they have a really good relationship. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think it was all it's all stunts, man. I think it was all stunts. But I think with with. In Gano, I think it was almost the opposite. I think with negotiations, I do think he was like borderline a dick. Like, I think he was, he made it very hard for them because he had so much leverage. And he could have worked with them, but he had so much leverage, man. He had, he just beat the guy again. He was the champion. He had him fought for, he had the heavyweight division on hold for a year. Like, he had so much leverage. And I think that pissed off Dana White. Because I think, I think also, he helped, tried to help out so much.
0: You gotta think about it. His, you got the two, his two quote unquote African brothers, Usman. Adesanya they are they have nothing but great things to say like about the relationship with Dana um, the their their money they're getting from the UFC you know so it's kind of, that also for the whole time kind of was weird to me like how do you have you know you African brothers and whatnot you're you're essentially together in this like Not a not like BFFs, but y'all, it's
1: like, y'all, like back when you work at the law firm, it's like the dude in the cubicle next door. It's like, yo, you go for the Patriots as well. Yeah. Hey, bro, we're in this together. And if the the job is like firing people, you're like, yo, that's my Patriots, brother. We're we're getting fired together, man. You're like, no, bro. You're like, hey, I like you, but I also like my job. I'm not going to get that involved. And I think that was the biggest thing. They're coworkers. I don't think they it, hang out that much outside of this. They're it's coworkers. just funny
0: how I feel like it's so much like real life. Like Robas, the guys that get paid in the UFC and that are happy, they're always the 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 quote unquote company men. They're the Kevin Hollins, the Adesanya's, the, those guys that are just like, I'm a company man, you know, I'm I'm here to fight, you know, whatever needs to be done. Those are the guys you never see like they are. What seems like they're getting paid well, they're getting taken care of. It's always the people that are like speaking out, like, hey, you know, this is fucked up. Like, I'm not getting paid enough. And da da da, that they're like, which I feel like it's, it's, it kind of resembles real life. Like, in real life, if you're the company man, you're, you're I I don't even know if it's a company,
1: I don't even know if it's being a company man. I think it's knowing how to play the game. And like in any job, you got to know how to kiss up your boss at certain times. You know how to, be a leader certain times you know how to backtrack you you gotta know how to be say no sometimes too so they know oh he's not just a yes man you know he's in it you know even Kevin Holland has little moments where you've been back and forth DC every everybody has moments but they're they're they they know how to play the game. The biggest one in that has been DC. DC has played the game perfectly and even when like I'm pretty sure he's heavily against things like uh the slap box. But he'll sit there and he'll talk good about it. Because he knows how to play, he knows that if he talks good about it, you know, he could easily be like, "Nah, you know, I don't have anything to say. I'm, I'm gonna opt out of it." Which I think a lot of people have. I think there's a lot of people that just haven't really said anything, nor good nor bad. Um, but he's known exactly what to do. When the Dana White slap happened, when he slapped his wife, people, a lot of people try to play the game. They, they were all for the company. They were like, "Oh yeah, we support Dana White and all this stuff." They were trying to play the game, but. People, like I feel like Dustin Poirier played the game there, where he was like, he was like, "Yeah, I'm a company man," but he was like, "I got this." But I support Dana White, but I'm a, I'm a, it's gonna be a no for me. So it's just playing the game, and um, yeah, certain people can do it. And once you learn how to play the game, you'll, yeah, you can make more money off of it. And then at that point, what are you really fighting about? Most of the they're fighters. Most fighters had a either a tough upbringing. Uh, either mentally, you know, around them, bullying, or financially. Most of fighters that dedicate to fighting full-time, they m- most most of the stories are, hey, man, I didn't have any money, and now I'm doing good thanks to the UFC. So, there's that. And Ganu, I don't understand, because he came from nothing, and he just wants more. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe right. that's what pisses him off, but...
0: Alright, right, all alright, alright. I love the side discussions, but... We got to get back to the card. Um, I think we already talked about Gone and Jones and whatnot. But how about Viva Mexico, bro? How about Alexa Grasso upsetting? Yo, bro,
1: I've been. I love women's sports, bro. I've been, I've been, <laughs> I've been hyped on women's sport for a while, bro. We got a, another Mexican champion, man. I knew it was bound to happen, bro. You know, That's all it I've took been for Cesar to change his
0: take after all this time. That's all it took. Just for I've been m- telling m- y'all, bro. Y'all got to get on this
1: woman's sports, man. Uh, yeah, impressive. Honestly, I, it's not even the – well, I'm very I'm happy about the, 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 the Mexican champion. But I think Valentina's time was up. I think all her fights have been getting closer and closer. Um, even this fight, I think it was pretty close. I don't think she was dominating. And there's also so much footage of her that people know exactly what she was going to do.
0: I I think one of the things I think this fight was a big um, uh, one of the things I've been saying that I feel like this fight is evidence of is that this just this newer generation of MMA is it's coming in and it's it's overtaking the old generation I mean I I feel like Valentina is a part of that Um, you know uh, the Dustin Poirier's the Justin Gaethje's the uh these guys that have been these people these fighters that have been great you know these past you know it's been probably 5 to 7 years now yeah but the guy the fighters coming up right now that are starting to hit their peak right now they're just different animals and I just don't think these old older this older generation this old guard can keep up anymore and I think this fight was... Like you said, first it was Talia Santos. That fight was close. I mean, a lot of people had Santos winning that fight.
1: Yeah, I had, I had Santos win.
0: And I thought... I thought for sure Valentino, like... It was like a slack-off fight, and then she'll go back back to business as usual. You know what I mean? Just dominating. But Grasso... Grasso put up a fight. You know what I mean? She, she fought... Very well, and she knew what she had to do. She made the adjustments, and I mean, she she took advantage of her opportunity. I mean, she wasted no time getting on that back.
1: Yeah, from, well, there was when, uh, the the footage, yeah, there was footage of her practicing that over and over again, spinning kick uh, the spinning kick into uh, and then trying to catch the back off of it, which goes to show. At this point there's so much footage of your point all these old champions all these old dominating fighters that you can dissect them now you know exactly what they're eventually gonna do and then if you just practice that that move over and over again uh you're gonna event it cut in the fourth round towards the end of fourth round it took 20 minutes to get it but she got it you know and so there's that clip of her practicing over and over again get in the back get into the joke. You two fans over. y'all know
0: look, y'all know Caesar loves that when they have clips of them practicing it beforehand. There's never He he loves that shit because Dude, he's like Dude, cuz that's
1: that's bro, I love that. Like honestly, <laughs> like I for a long time I was I would say that the McGregor versus um Aldo was it, Aldo fluke. I was like bro, but no. The more you watch it, the more you look into it, genius, the mind games, the taking of his belt, the the everything. And then practicing that move over and over again knowing that if he gets him enough he's gonna rush at him and it's exactly what he did and it wasn't a fluke because you know my issue with stuff like this is man was that just more of a mistake on Shevchenko which that would have been my other argument like well you know that was just a sloppy kick and she was able to get her back and it called it a wrap but watching that clip changed my whole perspective because it, it like she was set enough for it. She she was waiting, waiting, waiting until one wrong with boom! I'm in it. And it wasn't just a oh, I'm here now. Let me see what to do. It's something that she practiced over and over again. And she deserves the win at that point, bro. She choked the it, f- out of her.
0: It. I think, I think it's a much more solid win than Juliana Pena versus Amanda Nunes won. Like that's one where. You just knew something was up. Peña, when Pena beat Nunez on that one, it was like, this is, you know, it wasn't, there was nothing there that was very like, oh, dang. Like, you know, you, you look at the John Jones fight, you say what you want about Surogan, Gan, but one thing that impressed me was that just where he finished him, where he was able to choke him at, that's talent, bro. Like, not everybody can just do that. You you gotta you just have to have the talent plus the 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 IQ. Um, st- when stuff like that happens. I it, it I kind of give it more to the to the winner, the one that did it. And so, Juliana Pena's fight against Nunez, there wasn't anything really that was groundbreaking. She didn't do anything that was like, oh, you know this. It was just more of like, Hey, yo, Amanda Nunez just I don't know what it what it was. and Nunez showed that in the second fight when she whooped that ass. <laughs> to say the least, she whooped that ass this one, it was different. Alexa Grasso earned that win. she she was it wasn't like she dominated, but she was always there she she was in the fight. She made the proper adjustments when. Valentina started taking her down, started doing the wrestling.
1: I mean, from the bottom, she was going crazy. And then she caught her in the first. And then the rest, even when she was at the bottom, she was just going crazy down there. All to lead up. Fighting, yeah.
0: All leading up to the spinning kick. It kind of sucks. You know, I like Valentina Shevchenko, but it kind of turned me off when in her post-fight interview in the octagon when she literally, I mean, she pretty much said, you know, it was just she caught me on the spinning back kick. She essentially she got lucky. That's what she was saying.
1: Yeah, she made the argument that other people needed to make. The oh well, this is MMA. You know, you win the whole fight and then you get caught at the end. And I'm like ah, that's not really your argument to make. that. It, that's ours. Like, like if that you, fourth
0: round would have finished, it was two two going into the fifth. And um, on my unofficial scorecard, <laughs> it was two two going. Into, <laughs> it was two two going into the fifth if that yeah. if she didn't choke her out. So, I mean, but again,
1: it happened, but it wasn't a you got caught, it was you got set up to it. So, again, the footage changes everything because now we know that their game plan was, yo, let's get her to throw a sloppy kick. As soon as she throws that sloppy kick, we're all over her. So, going into that fight, they that's the whole plan. They're like, let's let's get her to do that and we can catch her. So, the whole fight, she's just setting up Valentina just Get Throw that sloppy kick. Oh, you caught me this time. Oh, bet, bet, bet. Throw it again, throw it again. Oh, you caught me again. Oh, bet. Throw it again, throw it again. Oh, there you go. You're getting a little sloppy. You're getting a little bit more tired. So if we if we want to give her the credit, it was she was playing that game. And sure, she, maybe she got caught a couple times, but she was like, ah, it wasn't there. It wasn't there. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. So she was, who was really winning the fight at that point? Who knows? You know, maybe she mm. was getting hit, but it was all setting up for the purpose. And she went, so yeah, you are right. You give it to the winner. Uh, the other clip that made me, uh, speaking of clips real quick, you can, if, if I roll off too much, bring back back. Uh, Sehudo. I don't know if you saw that.
0: So well, John Jones, a clip yeah.
1: John Jones. That was wild. So that, and there was another moment that, that just happened with Sehudo that I was like, yo, this dude is, it's very clear that he's trying to play for the cameras, trying to be cringy and trying to, like him and Aldo fighting, you know, backstage. Like, it's very clear, bro. Like hey, man, you're, you're trying to sell a fight, but it's fake. Like, it's fake AF. But him being knowledgeable in MMA, damn, that dude knows his stuff. And it makes sense why all these people have been going to Hudo, because as much as the dude is a loser, he knows his stuff. <laughs> so, there's that clip of John Jones going to him, and, you know, they're, they're all there, Hudo's standing up teaching, and he's saying, you know, if you're in a, in a position and you feel like you know, you're, you're holding it, but you're not getting anywhere. Readjust. Move to a, to a better position. And, I mean, in the video that I saw, they put it up against the, what actually happened. And it's this exactly where Sehuda was standing, where he's holding on to it. He was like, you readjust. And John Jones did exactly that. It was as if Sehuda was in the corner yelling it out. And he did it. And that, I mean, that's genius. And there have been a lot of clips from Henry that I, I'm like, man, this, this guy does know his stuff will he win? I don't know. Can he still come back? I don't know. But as a coach, the dude can build a really good legacy. Like, like, uh, and it's all the wrestling background. That's all there is to it. Um, so yeah, but coming back to this, uh, well, speaking of, I don't don't know if there's much to say, speaking of wrestling background, the, the other, another one I want to talk about was Bo Nickel, you know,
0: Wait, wait, wait! Hold on. Before we yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if there's more more
1: to say to that one. I
0: wanted to just say now, like after that fight happened and Grasso won, Dana had to be the minute that fight ended. He had to be on the phone. UFC Mexico, bro, that shit flames. Moreno, Yair Rodriguez, and Grasso, bro. Hey, we we need to do UFC Mexico later this year. Make it happen. That. Like it, it's it went from. It's funny how like in a month or so since when Brendan Moreno won the title back, it went from like oh yeah, we'll see about UFC Mexico to like in two months it's like okay it. It it has to happen. Like if you don't, you're a honestly, you're a bad business person or company if you don't capitalize on this. Um, and yeah, yeah that's yeah. going to be a huge event, bro. Yeah. UFC no, Mexico I like is going to like be it. huge. What I
1: don't like is the comparison to the three African Kings. Cause bro, those three African Kings compared to the Mexican champions are not the same, bro. You got the heavyweight in Ganu, You have the style bender and then you I, I have s- the ultimate Ous- Usman over here. Moreno. Cool, bro. But you're, you're down four fights with the same guy a woman, which is great, because she beat uh, a freaking assassin, so great. And then the other one's an actual interim. It's not even a real belt. So, like, yeah, I'm very proud of my people, and I'm Viva Mexico, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm down. Oh, you're but insane. when they compare them, like, when you see two pictures, and you're like, oh, before we had the three African kings, and now we have the three Mexican champions, cool, I'm I'm all for that. But if you see them picture by picture, I mean, the three African champions, look like, they will demolish our, I mean... They're literally, we're literally in the smallest divisions, which makes sense because, you know, Mexicans more boxers, smaller guys. We're, but still, we're, we're, we're the smallest Mexican,
0: divisions. We ain't, that, we ain't that big, bro. Yeah, we're not that big. that big. We're not <laughs> that big. So, yeah,
1: it makes, that's what I'm saying. It makes sense that we're the smaller division. But still, very happy for people. Don't compare them. Like, I, I see all the pictures. But, uh, but nah, like, half-jokingly, it's just really sad when I see those two pictures. And I'm like, bro, Inganu could, like, soccer kick all three of them in and, and one swoop and, like, call it a wrap if they were to go up against each other. But, and I also don't think they're as well-known. I feel like uh, you got to build these people up a little bit more. Grasso needs another some type of defense uh, so people know who she is. Moreno, I think he's there. Uh, Moreno's Figueredo. there. Yeah, no, Moreno's Figueredo. there. I think at this point, people are just happy that he's fighting somebody that's not Figueredo. Uh, but I think the important
0: then, thing is the people in Mexico know yeah, for who them these to people have are.
1: People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just knowing that it's a Mexican person. It could be whoever the case is. Like, I always say, I just go for the person with the name that sounds more Mexican.
0: I just um, wish, oh, dude, I wish this would have happened a little bit sooner. I mean, either way, Dana probably wouldn't have done it. Oh, this would have been perfect. Cinco de Mayo, bro. But he already but said you, but I, he already said hon- Canelo has that date, and he, wouldn't, he likes Eddie Hearn, so he would never, like, try to compete with nah, Eddie bro. Hearn. I
1: honestly, I, I don't think he'll. I don't know if it'll happen, bro. I don't know if it'll happen anytime soon. Like, he's talking about the PI. Cool. When I see the PI, then I'm sure. But he, t- he had the three African kings, and he never did the event. Well, cause, oh, cause because you, of this and because of that. Okay. And I also don't think it brings – because I think it don't, it doesn't bring in enough money. Like, you can – and even in California. I think California will make more money than in Mexico. Uh,
0: I, I don't so, think so. – I, I think –
1: Bro, I, see I know my saying. people, man. No, see, and they I would know, make a I lot of money. People. They would make a lot of money. But even just like the prices on the tickets, like for the John Jones, they boosted up that month, those tickets in California, hey, really? like where Nate Diaz fought or somewhere like that. And where it's close to Mexico, you can get those champions and they would make a lot are you, more money are you saying than even if they cheap? go to the Capitol.
0: Huh? Is that what you're essentially saying? Your people cheap is that
1: not even saying? cheap, just less resources. Like he realistically, he can't go out there and charge the crazy prices that he will in California. You know, and I think right now, I mean, and hopefully Dana White proves me wrong. But again, I see Dana White as some crazy dictator right now. So for him to like I, want to like go help our people and go to Mexico, even if it's at a loss, I don't see that happening. You know, so I
0: I, I don't think. First of all, if I, I think if you I think can you do you think it will sell out? Oh yeah, I think it will. I think yeah, it will. Yeah, yeah. So you're not you're not losing money at that point. But you can I sell mean, prices. At you, you, you
1: can you, sell you, tickets I, at different price.
0: You have a point which in which maybe they can make more money in California. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, you're, UFC, you're making profit regardless. Um, I think hopefully, in my head, how I see it, it's it's bigger than the profit you're making that night if you do UFC Mexico. I think it's bigger than that. It's more of a long-term. You will see those results long-term versus if you just do it in like socal la or something yes the profits will be more immediate but long term it won't be as as fruitful as if you actually do it in mexico because then you're gonna have you're gonna make more you're gonna move in a movement it's just moving into a new new region you know these you know mexico they love like Imagine if they have a UFC Mexico and you know you somebody like your dad. I mean, there's plenty of those guys down there that they're boxing guys. But let's say if the UFC were able, in which they really are able to put on this big event and they draw guys like that.
1: Yeah, but but it, what you're saying is there's that you're almost making the UFC look like if they're still at a building stage. They're not building anymore. They they're saying they're building a PI. It, that's to bring in more fighters. Once they build a PI, once. I think Mexico knows a little bit more about the UFC. Then they'll get maybe an event out there. But I think it's very easy for right now. Like, oh, yeah, we're working on an event. We're working on an event. I don't see that happening anytime
0: soon. They already had an event out there, too, for Cain yeah, Velasquez. But that was different. So. Yeah,
1: but that was different. That was – everybody knew Cain Velasquez. Right now, I mean, again, Brandon Moreno would be the biggest one because there were murals around him. So at this point, he would be the biggest they star. They all the have other murals, one, bro. The other one is, like, in Mexico. I mean, maybe we'll wake up to... Have you woken up to any uh, Grosso murals? I mean, maybe... Yes,
0: th- yes. They literally bro. made one right after she won, bro. like, the next bro. day. I saw uh, it I'm on Twitter, bro. Bad.
1: No, 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 and it is great. <laughs> like, t- that, for the, honestly, the biggest thing is who she beat. <laughs> That's the biggest thing for me. Uh, yeah yeah i mean we had Tanya, bro I, I i, I feel of, you uh, you
0: you just you just kind but, of like uh, you're not getting your hopes all up you're not getting your hopes up You well, kind of like yeah.
1: because realistically right now the ufc can think hey we can go to the uf to mexico right now sure we might bring in some new fans We can... or we try to just build these people up a little bit give them a few more defenses once we see that the trend that it's trending in mexico but it's not i mean dana white would have said it the same way that he said it was trending in, in other parts in Canada or whatever, like if it was turned in Mexico, it's not. The UFC is not really that well accepted yet in, in in Mexico, and so I think it's gonna take a little bit more time to get there. But it, I, I, even this new faith, I, I don't think is is that as accepted. I think they could do an event. I'm sure they'll make enough money. I'm sure, but I also think that in their heads they're like. Let's let's just wait it out. You know, let's give these people a couple more defenses. Maybe once we build the build the PI there, we see that things are happening and then we build an event right there. But for right now, or they'll give it like a fight night or something like that. But I don't think they'll do a big pay-per-view uh with the with all the stars. And I could be proven wrong, and I hope I am. But I, I see- don't I don't see that happening. Not with the Dana White that I believe he is.
0: I see what you're saying, um but it's very ri- the thing is it's just like you know ultimately it's a business and you got to capitalize on the opportunities given and i feel like this is going to be for the exactly. long for the mean, mean for the not, distant again, future they're, this they're, is going to be the they're, best they're, they're
1: they're not they don't care of at this point they they're not and they know if they go close to anywhere close to the border even if they just have ch- mexican champions that's the buzz they don't need to go to mexico just yet i think eventually once the like the people are calling it out, then maybe even one more defense from Brandon Moreno. Honestly, right now, most people don't even know Brandon Moreno's a champion. Most people are confused right now because the dude, like, it's been back and forth for so long. It's literally been bouncing back and forth. It bounced back and forth twice or three Everybody times. Everybody
0: knows Brandon Moreno's a so, champ, bro.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess, but it like it's just
0: you be a little I, pessimistic. I don't, I don't think you'd be there. a little bit more pessimistic than than I thought you would be for this i I mean, I feel no, like... i i mean
1: i'm I'm all for it, and I'm for the Mexican champions as far as having them that's the no i i would i'd see them going to so many other places, even if they do have let's say even if they have Volkanovski versus Yair and the other two Mexicans fighting and a bunch of Mexicans, I still see them going to the border, going uh going to California, going to somewhere like that rather than using that moment to build maybe i see them maybe doing a fight night in mexico city something like that but not a big pay-per-view with all the mexican champions i think i, I think, think you either
0: the- you either do it in mexico or you don't do it at all cuz it's kind of if you do it like close to the border i feel like it's kind of a slap to the like
1: dude dana white can easily exactly- say oh we're still working on it oh we didn't get this approved we're just going to have it here he does that all the time and we never hold him accountable like we, they, we have weird okay, fights in the Can, and you, all can you, you get the, the
0: anti Dana, like put that aside and just think of like.
1: <laughs> Why? He is the UFC. He's,
0: because ultimately he's not like.
1: He is the UFC though. He, we made that clear. So
0: are Hunter Campbell and Sean Maynard and all these people, they're just like, kind of like just sitting there like, yeah, Dana. Yeah, do you we're know what, gonna, do, you gonna, do you know like, what any
1: oh. of them believe? Do you know what? Have you heard any of them speak? Are any of them being interviewed? Are any of them being asked to report on anything? So we can't hold them accountable. We can only hold accountable the people that we can, which is Dana White. So yeah, I mean, I get it. But the same way as the president, you hold the president accountable. You don't hold all the secretaries and all the stuff. Yeah, they're not. They do a lot of work too. But you still hold the person at the top. Like Yo, Biden, what's going on? Same way here, Dana, what's going on, bro? I don't like what you're doing. I like what you're doing. Da da da. da. That's the how. I mean. So yeah, I, don't, I mean, until he does something good. And he does so good Bo stuff,
0: Nickel and I praise is... him for the good stuff. Bo and, Nickel but... is uh, just um, UFC debut man. He 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 killed it. I don't know if Speaking he kind of Dana
1: White coming out of the contender. What he Dana White contender or where he come? Yeah,
0: out? yeah. See,
1: See that's the twice. Segway, segway twice. come on, bro.
0: I can't segue when yet. you just don't. You, you're like a train, bro. And I just I just have to. Jump in front of it, like. why do you
1: take it personal? It's Dana White. You can like. No,
0: no, it's just kind of like okay. At at a certain point, I'm like, all right, we we've said that. I I get what you're saying, and it's cool, but I'm just like, all right, let's let's move on now. Like, like now it's getting repetitive. We're just gonna go around in circles. Like, all right, next next thing. Like,
1: bro, you could work for the UFC. Speaking of like playing the game, you would be really good for the UFC, man. man, Maybe maybe you'll make it. Maybe you'll make it.
0: Look. Maybe it's just because I follow too many sports. Like I don't have time to like go on the negativity and what. Honestly, I haven't been following as far as like the the before. Maybe about a year but ago, I was watching. More fun, I was I was watching the UFC stuff, like content on YouTube and stuff like twenty four seven for the most part. Nowadays, I'm not really like I didn't watch the John Jones embedded. I maybe saw episode one, got kind of bored, and then didn't watch it. I caught the highlights of the press conference. But uh, I watched
1: the press conference. Nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah it, I didn't expect anything crazy or anything. But Bo Nickel, um, what would you think? Pretty impressive. Was it a nut or?
1: or was it not? I don't. I don't know, bro. Speaking of negativity, let me I go wish full I, negative here, bro.
0: I wish. I. I didn't. I don't know. I really don't know. They didn't show any replays or anything, and I wish it didn't. It wasn't even in question. So that way we can have like a solid opinion like dang this guy's a real deal but now i even for me i i I say i could say yeah this guy's a real deal but i saw it and it was in it's in the back of my head i'm like was it a nut shot though like
1: uh, i I don't know i think it depends if they actually like if it really was a nut shot i see them filing for the because it really was like apparently his agent
0: did they said they
1: did or they actually did already
0: they announced I mean, I saw it on Twitter take I don't know I mean all my
1: information comes <laughs> they blue, from Twitter, so it <laughs> had a
0: blue check mark had a blue check mark, and they said jamie his his agent already filed for it to be declared a no contest because he got kicked in the nuts
1: yeah, 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 that would suck uh I don't know, I don't know they he also already Bo Nickel said that it was the inner thigh or something like that. He said it was the inner thigh. Uh, you can't really see it from the angle, but that he hit the inner thigh. And that's why he reacted like that. And that's what took him to take down. Uh, I don't know. I, he is the real deal, though. He is good. And the moment that he had with DC before before the fight was really cool, too. Because, yeah, if Bo Nick was really as good as wrestling. I mean, I don't watch wrestling. So I don't really know. I just the, hear that he's really good.
0: The dude so. that I watched the fight with, he, doesn't, he hasn't watched MMA in, like, years and years which is why he was like he knew john jones he wanted to watch john jones but he wrestled in high school so he he's very in tune with like the wrestlers Mm -hmm. and they said bo nickel's name and he looked at me he was like wait like bo nickel bo nickel like i was like yeah the wrestled at penn state he's like he fights in the ufc now and like i was just like damn bro this dude Bo Nickel actually has some like wrestling credit, not credibility, but.
1: But the name is pe- out there. It, yeah. It, the name, yeah, people
0: yeah. know the name, you know?
1: Oof. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's obviously he's good. He's beat everybody up to here. And then the way everybody speaks, like anybody that knows wrestling, the way they speak of him is, it's almost like the Gordon Ryan of jujitsu. Uh, it's just like, oh, this guy is the real deal. And everybody kind of like whispers his name. Oh, uh, Bo Nickel. Because I haven't watched any wrestling. But he, he, he does seem to be good. Although this fight, now starting MM, now going into MMA, threw some kicks, landed some weird stuff. But, and I think the biggest thing for him is just going to be the fear of the takedown. Everybody's just going to be scared of the takedown. And that's what's going to help him. But, you know, the problem is, does he work on his striking? Does he diminish his wrestling? Does he continue working on his wrestling, improve it, become the best wrestler in the UFC? It's the, uh, the Usman problem. Luis will eventually start working on his hands. Um, start stop working on the wrestling. Has to go back and forth. Bo Nickel, I don't know. I don't know. He's good, but that nut the having that nut shot made it all the controversy. Just did tarnish it a little bit. It would have been such a clean win if he would have beat him in under less than a round, call it a wrap and, um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was all right. It was, it was good. I just didn't really. Uh, I'm not hung up on Bo Nickel. I follow him on social media. I think he's cool. But I didn't, you know, I haven't watched his wrestling. So for me, it's just another guy that came into the UFC who's a good wrestler from what I hear. Beat out all the competition. And uh, who do you think they give him next? Somebody good or still some unranked people?
0: I mean, I think unranked but notable I th- in my opinion. Um, how about a, a man that's been slept on? I've kind of seen him... Throughout my UFC watching career, um, I've seen him kind of come up. Shock, Shock, Shakma- Rachmanov. He's a freaking beast, bro. <laughs> he's a freaking yeah. beast. He is, he is, <laughs> he's like up there with, I mean, the Hamza. Like, I think he should be kind of referencing that name of mm-hmm. Hamza and, these dominant figures, these dominant fighters. I mean, seventeen and O, all finishes, and I think this was kind of his uh, equivalent to Hamzat versus Gilbert Burns, where he just wanted to he wanted to showcase, even though Hamzat didn't really need to do it as much because Hamzat already had the hype. Rachmanov needed. He knew he needed to do something on this big stage, pay-per-view main card to put him, put him out there. And I think he, he like absolutely crushed it. I mean, he put on fight of the night, perfect opponent, Jeff Neal, Jeff Neal did not (laughs) go down on anything. Jeff Neal kind of rocked him a a little bit, but he was still there. Like, Hey, I'm here. Let's go. And then, go three rounds and then late in third round to finish him off with that rear naked choke. I think he, I, I, you couldn't have written it better for him in the position he's in trying to elevate yourself, I guess, more, uh, in the public eye, trying to get your name out there. It, 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 he, I mean, it was just the way he fought it was perfectly. And you could tell, even though Jeff Neal had that takedown defense on lock on fucking lock yeah, you can tell ragmanov was more interested in like you know i want to stand stand and bang right here with you i don't really i'm trying to take you down i'm just trying to mix it up but i really want to stand and bang and i think he enjoyed when jeff neil kind of rocked him i feel like it made him happier like he was like yes like,
1: finally yes competition.
0: <laughs> yes and he yeah. knew like yes we're getting fight of the night in this bitch yeah
1: nice yeah i honestly yeah you're you're right about everything if he just spoke the language, if he just spoke English, he would be such a bigger star. Cause he already has everything, bro. He's scary looking. He beats all his opponents. But the uh, the momentum, even after winning a fight, leading all the way to the press conference, everybody's momentum, adrenaline's running. And then the translator, unless you got a really good hype translator that's rocking with you, which I think people should do that. If they don't want to learn the language, audition some translators, bro. And be like, yo, you want me to go to your interview? You got to get my translator. And that translator makes everything fire, bro. Everything your dude says, if you can, you know, make it sound good in English, you maybe. But the momentum does end. And cool, uh, we just just end up with the fights. And I just think he'll be bigger. But besides that, everything you said was, I mean, yeah. I what can I say? The dude's a killer. 17. I feel like
0: I feel like Charles DuBronx kind of set the example, like, you don't have to even speak English, bro. But, but, He'd be that's, like, but that's close enough,
1: bro. And you're just like, fuck yeah, bro, what he said, I don't know what the hell he said, but yeah, he's like, yeah, well, Portuguese, but it's also Portuguese. We, you know, we we know Portuguese, no, we don't. I don't speak for yourself bro speak for yourself i know you there's a lot of words that are similar so you can un- understand it and it's also something we're familiar with you know there's a lot of Brazilians, so you know we we hear it a lot this this he's from what, what it's different like, like
0: when you when you hear jose jose aldo talk you're just like
1: <sighs> yeah
0: but dude bronx gets on the mic and you're just like you don't know what, what he's bronx, saying but you but don't know you, if
1: he's rapping or just talking <laughs>
0: You lit, bro. He's like, the champ has his name, and his name is Charles Oliveira. And you're like, Yeah, oh, Charles Oliveira.
1: Damn, bro. I don't know what the, that was like a Chinese uh, Portuguese. Type of impression. <laughs> that was good, though. That was good. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, besides that, yeah, the dude's a killer. I mean, the next thing would be him and Hamza. But Hamza has his.
0: No, him and Kobe. He, hey, that was a good call out. When he called out Kobe, I was like, yeah, whoop Kobe's ass, please. Because he would. He would whoop Kobe's ass. Um yeah, I, I, but I, I like yeah. him. I like him. I've seen him come up I, and dominate, and I'm glad he got, I guess, his uh his shine on the you stage. Think,
1: though, do you think so though? Do you think right now this was his moment? Like you think he blew up after this? Like, do you think this was like a big I, I'm not, bigger I mean,
0: he's not gonna be like, oh my god, he's not gonna freaking tear the ratings down, but compared to a week ago. No one knew who the hell he was, and he definitely made a big statement by having. It, it's cause it's different. If he would have went in there and just like kind of like took down Jeff Neal, choked him out real quick or something, it's kind of like, oh great, we got another one of these uh, Russian European guys, Tom. But he had like a fight. He had the fight of the night. In a banger, exciting fight with Jeff Neal, yeah, and it just it, it's it speak it it does a lot more for
1: him. Yeah, plus the rankings, he'll go up to. Well, Jeff is seven, seven, so
0: seven, yeah. From
1: there, you get the top five, top six. So, uh, Mon's fighting Leon. If he beats Colby, I mean, it don't matter if he don't speak the language, dude's gonna be the champion. So. Mm.
0: Mm-mm. Uh, I think uh, another great fight, Jalen Turner versus, don't know how to say his first name, Gamarot. I think Jalen Turner won that fight. If you ask me, I know it, it's super close, but ultimately if I have the criteria down correctly, it's damage. Damage, damage is the number one kind of thing, and control kind of falls in the secondary, right? Is that how the judging criteria goes? The control, like ground control and stuff? The secondary, yeah. I think it's secondary. They always say it at the beginning of every pay-per-view, I always forget. <laughs> but,
1: well, yeah.
0: It, it, it's a classic case of Jalen Turner piecing up Gamrod. he dropped him a couple times. But, he just like, just didn't have enough takedown defense to, but it wasn't a a situation where it was like, oh, this guy's getting controlled and whatnot. No, Jalen Turner would eventually get up was able to would be able to get up and he was doing things off of his back and whatnot. But ultimately I felt like he should have won that fight because he did the damage and I just think it's different. It's one thing to wrestle and get controlled and whatnot, but I think it should be different in the judge's eyes when he's wrestling because he's clearly getting rocked. Like, he would get rocked and result to wrestling. And I feel like that, that I don't know why that
1: doesn't... Well, you think you the know, wrestling should work out against him? Like, at that I, point? Because, I mean... Because you're seeing it as oh he's just trying to escape, but really it's just smart form of defense
0: I just think for the way that I mean every situ- every fight is different, every situation is different, but, but the way system, i yeah. i the way I specifically saw this fight is that Jalen Turner had the up. he had he was rocking Gamrot. yes, Gamrot would get a a, a takedown here and there, but Jalen Turner would. He wouldn't immediately get up, but he would make his way to the fence and make his way back to getting up, getting back on the feet. Gamrat never really did anything that was like doing any damage, no submission uh, threats or anything like that. It was, a, he would control him, be able to take him down, control him a little bit. He would get back up, then get pieced up a little bit. And then end of the round, it kind of like the the, each round kind of went the same way in a way. And the one thing that really baffled me was good old Ron McCarthy, Big John's son, 30 27 for Gamrot. And I said, What the flying fuck? 30, all three rounds, like the other two judges scored it. uh, It was a split decision. So one of them, 29 28, Gamrot, 29 28, Turner. And I just think, man, like, the damage has to mean something, dude. Like, he... This is a fight. This isn't a match. This is a fight. Jalen Turner won the fight. I uh, That's guy, just the me.
1: The other guy won the match?
0: I wouldn't even say that. Like, I would say that more for the Islam fight. Gamera, just... <laughs> I wouldn't even say he won the match. Like... I truly, really do believe Jalen Turner won that fight, and there might be some bias in here because I bet on Jalen Turner, and I felt like you know. That... Oh boy, you should have opened up with that. I didn't see why <laughs> that, you were so that, passionate about this. Brand that that money, life. that money should be in my pocket. That's, that's boy, all. <laughs> you're so passionate you know what
1: I mean? about this, bro. <laughs> we see this all the time. What what baffles me? I mean, for me, yeah, uh, you're you're right. I, I don't I, I'm not really hung up on the win unless I'm a hater on one of the guys. But in this one, where I have no stake in the game, I. Yeah, I don't know. It baffles me. And maybe if I went back and checked, okay, I'm gonna judge this fight. But I don't really go into the white, caring that much anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but uh, the criteria for me is the or the uh, the results for me is the biggest thing. The the how each one is just completely different. Like I don't understand how we can still have a sport that, or it's just a legitimate sport when, that literally happens. So I don't know if it's the criteria that needs to be changed. The uh the ten nine system the have more judges let the community vote uh let them deuce it out for another round go rock paper scissors or something but that would probably be more yeah i mean i would i think even they would prefer that more than well maybe it depends but then the uh then the judges um because yeah that that's crazy the i just I, i don't like that i don't like that at all i it makes me lose faith in the in the the sport. system, yeah, in in the, the sport and yeah, yeah. their old thing when the when the yeah there's just, there's just no consistency. So it's the really one of the only sports like that because even in boxing is very clear, uh you know, by the the criteria. But for this, it just doesn't make sense. But I don't know. That's a debate that's been going on for a while, and it'll go up. It'll, they'll talk about it for a while, and then it'll die out again. And then
0: I, I will after. say I might for the two fans I might have bet for Jalen Turner, but. In the UFC in Abu Dhabi, I bet on Sean O'Malley to beat Peter Yan. and I thought when the decision cards were coming out, I thought I for sure lost that. I I that was a loss. I thought the money was gone. I thought that was it. And then that was the happiest like by split decision. Sean O'Malley, I was like, oh,
1: oh that's I like gone. you got your money back.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, because I I already counted it as an L. I was yeah. like, damn. I was like.
1: You no, fought good, Sean. Most people I counted that as an L. So, you know, you weren't you weren't off. Most people would have counted that as an L.
0: I just want to say that I'm not that biased.
1: No, only when you bet. But it's all good.
0: But I, I whatever.
1: <laughs> now you're good. Yeah, no, overall, I mean it was cool. I think the biggest thing was, you know, the return of John Jones. Um, I think it was a
0: great card. I think it was very it I didn't Derek expect Brunson. it to be.
1: Getting knocked out. <sighs> I, or I don't know Throwing what in the, the, towel. Heck happened Throwing the even, towel. Yeah, I don't even know what happened there. Those last few hits were just um, crazy. Ian Gary, the project of McGregor. Dude.
0: Dude, uh, Ian Gary, I'm surprised. Like he's a very marketable person, like fighter, especially being the you know Connor McGregor know. kind of I, I feel think like he's, he's trying a trying great... too
1: hard. He's a loser that's trying too hard to be a McGregor. Is he winning? Yeah, unfortunately. He's still winning.
0: He's a but, loser trying to. I mean, that's a, that he, that's his idol, bro. He's Irish, bro. He's yeah, there hasn't
1: yeah, yeah. been there
0: hasn't been that. a guy, there hasn't been a fighter this good out of Ireland since McGregor. So it's I guess only my
1: hater. I guess my McGregor Hayden kind of oozes off into him. Because yeah, he hasn't really done anything, but it's the uh the mate saying the same quotes as him, saying like, "Oh, I'm the next McGregor. We're here for like chill, bro." Again, at least, you he, let doesn't, other at least people, he doesn't at least he doesn't hide
0: it, bro. At least he's like a buck about it. He's not trying to like,
1: yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. be I somebody. Can, but that's he's an not. argument other people make. Because then at that point, because really he's not a McGregor comparison. Uh, you would have to McGregor was a a phenom, a phenom. Like it just you you're nowhere near. So for you to say like, "Oh, I'm the," it's like me going around talking about, "Oh, I'm the." Compare myself with, you know, just anybody, the best of whatever I want to say. Honey, I can't even think of an example. I was trying to think of like a pound player. I, I just I just he, I just think
0: no. I just think he obviously McGregor was his idol, and I think he's just paying homage to his countrymate, the guy that inspired him to become a fighter. And yeah, like I said, he's yeah. he's the best, like kind of essentially the best fighter to come out of Ireland since mcgregor the yeah. whole mcgregor so he has been the next manag. one and i mean
1: yeah he's winning again he yeah he is winning for he's winning he's doing everything right he's talking and again no such thing as bad publicity even if you're cringy up there as we learned from cejudo you can make a living off of that even if you're up there like just copying even if people are gonna compare Damn, to
0: you putting him on, on the henry cejudo cringe like
1: bro he is <sighs> yeah I, I can't like i can't sit through a whole interview like it makes me very like ah bruh like, damn I didn't know up. you
0: hated McG- I didn't know you hate McGregor so much it rubbed off on this <laughs> I could
1: I watch all the McGregor interviews like I'll sit there and watch I'm gonna sit there and watch Tough the Ultimate Fighter probably several times each episode you know like yeah,
0: apparently I, I, they got I, into a beef apparently there's, apparently there's beef going on I don't know bro. I don't know if Dana's just selling us like two months ahead of time but there's some beef going on well, honestly
1: I, I I wouldn't doubt it if they really are beefing uh but I, I think it's more Chandler knows. What he has to do, and I think McGregor really is just in it deep. Like I think he puts on when he puts on the persona. I think he really is that that guy behind the cameras. He might be cool with Dana, but besides that, I do think he's that guy. Chandler, like bro, like I think he's like yo, chill out, man. Like and I. Chandler's think it, Chandler,
0: bro. Like- yeah,
1: exactly. Like I think he knows what he has to do. That he knows how to make good TV. He's the guy that walked out of the octagon and yelled out at the report, "Are you not entertained?" You know he he knows he has to make this entertaining so in order to do that you gotta roll up some feathers you gotta do some type of pranking but does uh chandler hate him i don't think so mcgregor on the other side i think the dude could like it almost annoys, in his head super annoyed like in um... his head like talk it all up and like be in it deep and like really become this whole persona and like and not bad or good just you know i don't even know if he is fighting like has the dude gone back to usada yet like i don't don't get it i don't get it i don't know why he might honestly just coach and not even fight and i think that would still be more than enough for the ufc
0: so um to to wrap all of this up we have uh the london card coming up soon and I don't know if this is a hot take or anything, but I think Rafael Faziv is going to beat Justin Gaethje pretty handedly. Um, I don't know. It, it's either going to be fight of the night or kind of like a,
1: a quick knockout.
0: No, 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 no. I think, I think it's in order for him to get Justin Gaethje out of there, he's going to have to put some punishment on him. So that's why I'm telling you, I think it's like either fight of the night because Justin Gagey survives the whole three rounds and actually like he's gonna throw some stuff back. Or he's just gonna get plattered. I think it's gonna be one of those where the ref just has to like, you know, like hey, 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 yeah, hey, hey. Like Justin Gagey's not gonna go down or get knocked out, but the ref's gonna be like, Hey, all right, all right, bro, like you good. We done with this one right here. Um
1: yeah, uh, I just honestly, that one scares me. I mean, as a big fan of Justin Gagey, Justin Gagey is probably one of my favorite fighters. It's a battle of the leg kicks because Fasive's leg kicks are brutal, uh, and they go back and forth for the first round. And then I don't know, yeah, you are right. I think it's going to be a good, drawn out fight, but it does scare me more for Gagey because the New York guy coming in, the fresher so- guy.
0: F- Fazib is just. I think the thing is, Fazib is more polished. He's very. He has all the. He's very technical in in his, in his fighting style and his, uh, delivery and whatnot. What Whereas,
1: I, resorts to his wrestling. Finally, we see. The, uh,
0: what. Of the I don't know. He might get dock some points for that if he starts panic wrestling all of a sudden. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah, that is true. If you start. Like,
0: come on, like bro. That. At least go out on your shield, bro. Don't start doing that.
1: <laughs> but a, a a gauging knockout would be would be huge. I that that would be huge. I I don't I don't see that Cause, happening, but
0: because I think Fazib, like I said, I think Fazib is one of these, like I said, newer generation guys that just, I he, he's on a different level. Um, he has that. Just absolutely great kickboxing background, uh, Muay Thai. But also I feel like if he were to go up against uh, maybe not Islam caliber dominant wrestling, but if he were just to go up against a wrestler, he's not a guy either that would be taken down and controlled for like 10 out of 15 minutes. You know, he would have that takedown defense. Packed,
1: yeah, you would um, need somebody like an Islam, and I think Gage's would, if he uses it, it would be like a panic wrestling because I don't know what Gagey would do, ground and pound or submit him. I, I mean, I just don't I can't like, even have we ever seen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't <laughs> like... even visualize like Gagey on the floor trying to submit somebody.
0: There's no uh, is there any like r- practice footage of him even doing?
1: <laughs> like... I don't know. I the most wrestling we've seen was him and Chandler like doing those flips and stuff like that. And then Khabib just embarrassed him and stuff like that. So, if yeah, maybe if Fasiv just has some type of basic takedown defense, they're just going to stand up and fight the whole time. And then at that point, we get a banger, but I don't don't know who wins. I haven't thought about that one just yet. I haven't given it them, but I don't want to see my boy go down. That that will hurt. It's gonna be like
0: Tony Ferguson two times over.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Tony Ferguson.
0: Tony. Hey, Ferguson. it's 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 a hey, it's a cycle. You know what I mean? You saw Tony. You saw Justin Gaethje had to do that to Tony. You're Like, damn, why he had to do that to Tony? Now you'd have I'm to see Fazim do that boy. to Gaethje. Dude, Dude i mean, like, that, damn. That,
1: if Gaethje goes down, it's the way that I see him going down. Well, every time he went down, you know, with Dustin Poirier, with uh, uh Eddie Alvarez stuff like that, he gets. He gets wobbled a lot. Like he, you gotta. It's really gonna be a fuck t- it. It's yeah. gonna be a
0: fuck it. Just like
1: you gotta really like yeah. And he event until he's like tumbling, and then because it's hard to knock him out. But he's also gotten older. I don't know. He he got knocked out, knocked down by Oliveira, bro. That really made me question everything. Hey,
0: chill, chill. He said that was the hardest he's ever been punched in his career, bro. I don't hey, don't get it, don't man. be down. And, don't and, be and, down. And that dude, Bronx. Bro. It, could,
1: it could be everything. Bella, strength, he- bro. For Bella, strength. Yeah, he uh, he got knocked <laughs> out by like that. Doesn't give me a lot of hope. That's not the Gage, we know. So I don't know. I'm still Team gauging Now I'm rob, but I don't,
0: I don't like this. I don't like the little shade you put on my boy, Duke
1: Bronx, like that, bro. We all know he's not a striker, The lack of respect
0: already, bro. He knocked out. We all
1: know he's not a striker. (laughs) But he did knock out Chandler. He knocked out. uh, He almost knocked out Gaethje. Gaethje. So, yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, You know,
0: I'm pretty sure. I mean, Gaethje's taking some hits, bro. For him to say Oliver, I mean, shit, maybe maybe he is getting that chin getting weaker, man. Yeah, that's what I'm scared of. And then that whole
1: curse, bro. You know, you have Usman losing. You have uh, Rose losing, uh, all that kind of stuff. Man, I'm just scared it's it's Gagey's turn, bro. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen. And whatever happens there, maybe it will be good momentum or bad momentum going into that Usman Leon Edwards. So Trevor Whitman, like, going back-to-back every time, bro. That dude, crazy. Crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you got well, anything question, else?
1: You think... Uh, so do you think John Jones becomes pound for pound number one tomorrow?
0: I don't know, dude. I'm I'm big. I'm right now. I'm big on. I'm a big John Jones guy. Like I I I see. I see what he does, and it's it is great. Like it is a lot of greatness oozing out of him, but he's kind of cringy, bro. Like. He gets on the mic and he I, I don't know. I all I think of is, a lot of
1: weird references. Like he threw out a lot of references. Can
0: I get a huh? Yeah. That was pretty funny. I, I would
1: say that was pretty funny. But, but like, those are just a bunch I would of like references to think of, I would like,
0: like to Jesus think Christ. my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And then dude, all the thing is, he talks like that, like he's like this great guy and whatnot. And all I could think about is the DC. Hey, you there pussy? Yeah. Like that's all yeah. that's literally all I think about but DC. Like, like dude, too, you're the like fakest Jesus
1: guy. Christ. But, like, you can tell he's just, like, he throws so many social Dude, I think,
0: I, I think he's, he's like, <laughs> I think he's psycho, bro. I think there's something wrong with him in the head, but this dude could fight his ass off, bro. Right? <laughs> like, he could fight with the greatest of
1: them, but. So, the other thing I didn't know is he, his brothers are famous, too?
0: Oh, yeah, they, they, they are professional football players.
1: So, it makes sense, bro. Like, <laughs> they've, won, no they've won. what sport he would have gone into, he would have dominated.
0: They won Super Bowls. Like, they're, they're, so, the, so
1: their family's legit.
0: They, they are the fr- freakishly, yeah. The, the, the genes run strong yeah. in that family right I, there. Cause I
1: know that definitely has to be it. Like, John Jones, and that's why he said that he beat uh, DC after a weekend of Coke and uh, prostitutes. Cause he's just naturally good. Like, he has athletic, 15, athletic, tall, strong. No matter what he would have done, if he would have gone into football, he probably would have been one of the best at that as well. Um,
0: in other in, in 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 other sports, he would have been called essentially like he has the God-given talent, like that you just yeah, don't just see. That, that you just don't see. You know, it's special, like this special God-given talent. Yeah, just well, I mean, there
1: there are guys like that, like there, like Sorogan is one of those guys. The thing is, Sorogan went to striking, so as a striker, he's phenomenal. He is one of the best. Moves around very light on his feet. But he just didn't grow up wrestling imagine if a guy like cyril gone would have been raised in the world of wrestling like and that's I mean, john jones john jones was raised, raised and like he so he was a wrestler and when, when, what,
0: when cyril gone could do a fight week before a fight night do a weekend of Coke and prostitutes. Yeah, yeah, no. Then, then we'll see. I think that's the epitome of his uh, athleticism, right there. Him doing that and still being able to go out
1: and just like well, Cyril. Ga- I think Cyril Khan is a very laid back fighter. I think he he only trains very few, very little. I think he, I don't think I think he's like he's too laid like before.
0: he's too too like he's too laid back. Yeah, he's like he's too. too laid back. I don't
1: think he takes it that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like because he knows how good he is. He knows he's quick for a guy that big. If he was to train twenty, like. Hard, like go into it wrestling every day doing this he would be a complete but he's he's not he's just gotten to this point because he's that good he he's tall i no, I, I, I think so Cause the, I all he, all because all no, know because is that he's tall
0: derrick lewis, lewis was better when he wasn't training now he tra- actually training and committed
1: he even losing competition more it's also his competition has also gone up significantly like that circuit guy is like, crazy
0: like what happened is what happened to derrick Lewis's like anti-jujitsu where he just stands up like
1: there's hey, look at me. Just stand up. Against. Like the, the competition. And Cyril Gon was able to go all the way. Cyril Gaon could fight any heavyweight that's not strong in wrestling. Or let's say he could. Like if it was just striking. What about Sergey? Would, dude, sir, well, that's what I was saying. I was like, until he beats. But no, John Jones is going to go into a steep A or something like that. But it, I want to see him against Sergey. Sergey would knock him out cold, bro. Sergey is crazy. Gaon, and then you, you get didn't a work Curtis gone? Blade. Huh?
0: You think he'll knock out uh, Surogan, Sergey? Damn, I don't know, bro. Them Russians ain't scared of nothing, bro. They'll, They'll get in your I face. <laughs> the,
1: the thing, is, yeah, they, they get in your face, but you gotta be quick. And that's where Surogan is is good at. He he'll move around. Yeah, but, but I
0: did, mean, I mean, Jones put some pressure on him. I don't know. If, I mean, he might have just been scared. because He's like, "Oh my God, I'm he
1: going." Was the, the I'm going the GOAT. He was scared of going against the goat. I'm
0: going against the goat. No, he was I scared of know. the
1: takedown. He was scared of the takedown. He was scared that he knows that as soon as you guys send like, but for some reason he knew that and he they didn't do anything to prepare. So yeah, that was just crazy. But again, do you think he becomes the uh, number one? Or let's say, let's say in your head, is he the pound for pound number one? But do you think the UFC... put? And then another question, do you think the UFC puts him as the number one?
0: I think in, in, my, in, my, in my eyes, I want to say Volkanovski is pound for pound number one in my eyes still. um, That's me being super biased. My super bias. UFC will put John Jones number one pound for pound because, I mean, the pound for pound is if you were... If all things equal, are you the best fighter? John Jones went from being the greatest at 205, moved up to
1: heavyweight,
0: and but, just but, made but we're it we're talking look, about and,
1: right now. Like, right like, now, I, he's I not know, the I same know. John Jones.
0: I mean, he hasn't shown otherwise, though. He hasn't yeah, yeah, shown yeah. otherwise. So
1: right now, if the, the idea is not, like, even based on your history, right now, pound for pound, if we put them all at the same weight.
0: <laughs> he is number one because he has not shown otherwise. I understand what you're saying, but he hasn't shown that he's not great. Like if he would have like slipped up a little bit, that's slipped more
1: of up, the goat debate. That's more of the goat debate.
0: He's pound for pound like number one, bro. He would he would no, no, no. yeah, yeah. he his whole might... career at two oh five moved up yeah, the but Again, weight. are we talking
1: about the UFC or like in our heads? UFC. the UFC, of UFC. course, publicity. UFC. publicity. yeah, for sure. I, I do think the UFC I told you positive. in my eyes, publicity. my
0: biased as eyes. Alex yeah, Volkanovsky but, 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 is still
1: pound for pound number one. Yeah, but even in the UFC, they're not putting him because he hasn't shown other way. They're putting him because of the publicity, because it's, it's better for them. But realistically, it's not. If It should be every week after the, after the week of fightings that we just had. If we get the pound for pound, we bring them all to the same weight and have them fight it out, who would, and sure, maybe John Jones is the better if we give Volkanovsky, for example, and him at 170, both of them. Maybe John Jones does beat them all out. That's cool, but because he hasn't shown anything for me, it's we don't know who this John Jones is now. Because he is the champion, he's gonna go somewhere on the pound for pound, and it's kind of also a slap in his face to put him anywhere below anybody really, besides Volkanovski. Maybe the biggest debate would just be number one versus number two, because Volkanovski just did that jump. If he hadn't done that jump. Yeah, I think Volkanov I think uh, John Jones would have taken that spot uh, really quickly without debate. But right now, again, I see the Volkanovski thing more impressive. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm with you. I, the, I in my head, he's not the pound. If, but probably if I a...
0: if I were to make an argument for John Jones being pound for pound number one over Volkanovski, I would say it's because I mean he has more. Uh, John Jones winning, having a belt at two different weight classes, two different Three weight classes. Apart. It doesn't matter; it's two different weight classes. That, oh shit, um, him having a belt at two different weight classes. That that would be my argument versus Volkanovski. If Volkanovski would have won against Islam, all right, different story, obviously. But I think John Jones. I mean, is there any other current fighter other than i think I think is there any other current male fighter that has a belt at two different weight classes? No, like
1: but again, that's not the debate. you're that's more of the goat debate. no, that's oh, pound, no,
0: just, that's pound for pound
1: pound. For pound it's right right now he couldn't beat anybody at two or five. He couldn't even make that weight, so. Like we, yes, Volkanovski
0: couldn't make 135, it, but,
1: but, yeah, but, we, but but we're not comparing him to. He made the weight for the division that he's going to fight in, so that's why we count him. Oh, he can fight at two divisions right now. John Jones, sure, we look at everything he's done up to now, but it's been three years. Like, come on, this whole new crop of people. It's compl- three years ago; none of these people were on the pound for pound. It was a complete new set of people. So cool, I get it. You're going to be on the pound for pound, but now you're only seen as the heavyweight. Sure. You can look at it as yeah, he was a champion before, but right now you can't look at him as oh he he can he he's, he was a champion in two divisions he was, but it's not taken into consideration right now. You just have to look at him as a guy who was coming off of a layoff and just beat out the number two guy for a vacant belt. Cool, that's really great. If you would have beat out Nganu, I would have given him a little bit more credit because you beat out you know whoever it is. But this it was the second person, it was the second place person. So. Uh, Again, maybe if he beats out now the heavyweight GOAT and quote uh, Stipe, then, you know, I see him at that point beating out the the credentials of Volkanovski. But again, if you put them all in the same weight, right now, he hasn't shown us anything at heavyweight, which is his current division. I don't even know if he could wipe out his own division. That's an argument. Like, to be pound for pound, you have to at least be able to beat out most of your competition in your division. I don't know if John Jones a heavyweight can beat out most of the competition. I think he'll beat people like the 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 uh Stipe's and the people who are towards the tail end, but the new the Tom Aspinall, the um the Sergeys, uh, even Curtis Blades. I don't know if John Jones beats them. So how could I get it I
0: think he beats Curtis Blades. But I'm not a big Curtis Blades guy. I'm just gonna be honest about that. That's a heavyweight big...
1: wrestler. That's a wrestler that maybe not the same credentials, but he has the weight. He's used to that weight, and so maybe maybe he won't beat him. Maybe it'll be really really close. It could be really close. But again, does that? Why does he get to jump all the way just because of his prior uh, credentials? Just because before he beat out guys that are nowhere in the discussion anymore? You know why? Why does that matter? We talk about the current state.
0: So, I mean, it, it's, it's... it's. I get what you're saying. I mean... But also,
1: you were just making the argument for him, which... uh Yeah, it was kind of like... I thought if, about, like, arguments for it, and it's just... it. The only argument is, it'll bring more eyes. It's, again, what you said. He technically never lost. He gave up the belt to pursue something else. So how can you condemn him for something that he technically... Like, he didn't do anything wrong. He's undefeated. He's, uh you know, he moved up. One, never lost in his... It's not like he... Was losing. It's not like if Adesanya leaves right now. Oh, you know, he's losing in his, his division. Got to move up to another one. He didn't leave running. He gave it up. He was like, yo, I beat everybody here. I'm going to try something new. I get it. Uh, we'll see tomorrow morning. I'm very, I'm uh, one of the things I've been looking forward to, to see what the UFC he does just, in regard because they're going to have to explain it either way. Just, if they put him
0: he's going to put, yeah. he's going to be number one. Just, just be ready for it. He's going to be number one. And, uh, I know it's going to happen. Like, I know. I see it already. It's okay. there's no and way it they, doesn't. Do you think
1: they have to do some explaining? You think anybody on the pound for pound will be any way upset? Or do you think they'll all almost, it's hard to say, no, I need to be ranked higher than John Jones?
0: I think, I think the fighter, I mean, the only people that have an argument is Volkanovsky. I guess maybe Islam but I don't want to talk about him. The only only person that would argue is Volkanovsky. And I think even Volkanovsky would be like, yeah, he's pound for pound number number one. Cause I mean that, and I look at, I, I take that in a lot. Like I look at that a lot of what the peers think Mm. slash say, because they're fighters too. They're the ones that know Volkanovsky knows how hard it was to go up a weight class and try to get that belt. So, if he were to give Jones the respect of, like, damn, you really moved up the heavyweight and made it look easy, I mean, how can I? If he's not going to argue, but that's it, also, that's, that's argue also
1: the good guy Volkanovsky that we know. Like, that is that the same is way true. that, when, Ka- when, Khabib, that when Khabib went to number one. John Jones was there. How dare they, you know, all of my accomplishments. Dude wasn't even fighting anymore. But he was like, oh, all my accomplishments, they gave it to this guy who wins one fight, and now he's the pound for pound number one. So if, you know, if Volkanovski was a dick or if he was, he could easily be like, yo, no, what the heck? Like, But yeah, knowing the guys that they are, knowing the good persona that John Jones has put up, knowing how good the UFC is with him, I don't think, though, I think they'll get more backlash. If they try to argue it at this point, if Volkanovski comes out and like, no, I should still be pound for pound, I think people will be like, yo, chill out. John. Jones has I, don't, I, I,
0: I, I don't think it's – and honestly, I don't think it's going to be as big of an argument as you're making it out to be.
1: Yeah, because I'm, I, I'm not a yes man, and everybody – like, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I get it, and I get how easy it is to say, oh, you know, he moved up a division. Oh, the, but when you really look at it, yeah, he's a very dumb – and the GOAT discussion, that's completely different. Yeah, I, he could be one of the, the goats. Like, he is one of the great, undefeated and his technically undefeated, you know, the jump, everything. Cool, the goats, one of the greatest of all time. Right now, today or tomorrow, March 7th, is he the pound-for-pound pound number one in the UFC? No, no. I think he's a great heavyweight right now, will compete with most of the heavyweights at a good level. I think he had a lot of good accomplishments before, but they don't, they don't care. Right now, it doesn't matter. He can't fight in that division anymore. All those guys he beat out are no longer around. They're no longer relevant. Is he really the pound for pound number one? Absolutely not. He will probably be placed there more for publicity, more for name, all because of that. Goat discussion, completely different. Have to recognize it to him. Has to be considered one of the goats. Pound for pound today, I don't know.
0: I have a couple of counters, but I really like it's getting late. All right, and I've been time. I've been holding and I've been holding, holding my pee in for a while now. I'm it's like, all that whatever. whiskey
1: you're drinking during the pod, bro.
0: Right, Sheesh. Um, but yeah, two fans. You know where to find us at Slice, Slice Apples Pod on Twitter, at Slice Apples Podcast on Instagram, everywhere else. That boy uh, Caesar now he's uh, deep in the Instagram game at oh, Caesar Junior. Hey, caesar cast jr
1: through, check it out we're check on the road out. to a thousand i, I road need 14 to a thousand i don't know what he, to do at a thousand my friend he, told me to do a giveaway but i don't know what to give i don't have anything to give away so he
0: does some cooking stuff every once in a while you know you somewhere. like your food two fans we're 14
1: 14 followers from a thousand what are you gonna bet, get there? bet.
0: bet. Give, him his, months. Give, give him his give him his thousand show show him the two fans a hey, crowd is strong
1: hey go like and subscribe <laughs> That yeah, we can actually like do something. Subscribe. Like and subscribe. I practice that. I'm an influencer now.
0: Yeah, influencer now. All right. Do to friends
1: right, Peace.